Welcome to Bounce Back Like a Badass, your weekly dose of real and honest conversations about when life gets a little or a lot messy and how to find your way back more humbled, more empowered, more determined, and hopefully with some badass stories to share. Here's your host, Kat Coley. Hey guys, it's Kat. Welcome back to episode number 36. Um, So a lot has changed uh, since our last episode, like the entire world. Uh, So I am, of course, doing this uh, from home, uh, like everybody else, uh, and doing everything from home unless you are um, the much-needed essential workers uh, so thank goodness for you if you are a part of that um, group of people for keeping the rest of the world and the rest of us um, alive by doing what you do. So, um, so I, you know, there's so much to talk about and then you just kind of have to pause and think, you know, is it really relevant? Is it really important to share this information, especially right now when we are just going through some tumultuous and uncertain times. And I have been asked actually the last uh, week or two if this whole isolation thing has triggered anything in me just because of my experience and, and, you know, of being isolated for a long period of time. And I have to say that uh, you know, just for the first couple of weeks going through this, just trying to adjust to this new normal of my daughter staying at home and, you know, not leaving and, and trying to only go out when it's necessary. Um, I'll be completely honest in the very, very beginning of this. So maybe what it's been a month now, um, you know, I was still going out and, and trying to get the things that, that I felt we needed here at home and that would occupy my daughter's time and food and all of those things and just thinking okay this is going to last for a couple weeks and then as school got extended uh to be out you know till the end of the month and then into the following month and then as it was this past week uh for the rest of the school year and of course seeing all of the um information out there not as it hits closer and closer to home of course you know of course we saw all the numbers go up uh, in in different parts of the world and as it hits closer to home and it's moving you know strategically from east to west um and the stay-at-home order um gets a little bit more stricter you do tend to go okay you know we're we're in this you know for a few more weeks at the very least you know and so again, so being kind of busy in that whole, how do we figure this out? How do we work from home? How do I, how do I teach, you know, and do virtual learning from home and also still continue on with what I'm doing? Then kind of once that settles in and you're, you've just kind of figured out, okay, we're, we're going to have to stay home. We're not going to need to go outside at all. It did actually start to remind me a little bit of that time of course there's nothing like that time although I have read quite a few 
posts uh, and articles of this seeming like, you know, working from home, it's the house arrest, not working from home, house arrest, prison. Uh, so I definitely know what that feels like. Although, again, this hasn't triggered much of that. Uh, I can go back to thinking about what that time was like. And I really think, and again, this is just me talking out loud and being honest, that that time to myself, that self-isolation, self-imposed self-isolation, I guess you could say, uh, has actually allowed me to not really go too far into this rabbit hole, which I think a lot of people are experiencing, especially if you are alone. If you are isolating and you are with family, I mean, that in itself, you know, can produce a lot of anxiety as well. Being with people 24-7 and not having time to yourself, not even to, you know, escape, you know, just even for a few minutes, then yes, that that gets to be, you know, quite a um, anxiety-ridden situation too. But the self-isolation, if you do are if you you are at home alone and you are self-isolating or or you're not self-isolating you just live by yourself and you're not in the position of course to uh you know to have people around you then i could see how this can negatively affect you of course because this is as humans we are by nature not um equipped to be isolated. That's why the sentence for crime is to is isolation is is imprisonment is is you know time to yourself and 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 um, time only to your own thoughts uh, and self isolation. So being on your own does feel like this. So here are just some things you know that I learned as I went through my own self-isolation many years ago now and how to not find yourself in these traps. Now, again, I've changed some of this based on you having the ability to maybe order things online or having things delivered to your door. Um, I didn't have any of those things, so I, 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 I did have to rely on things that were sent in for me. So I guess that you could say that was delivered to my door um, by family members and friends. Um, And then when I didn't, then I had to rely on my own. And the first, I will say, gosh, maybe 30 days of this and into the maybe 60 days was brutal for me. Keep in mind, I was there for 18 months. So um so this was something I learned how to do for myself because the other the other option was just depression, to be honest. So um, and again, I'd never been self I've never been diagnosed, so it was a self diagnosis of depression. But I could tell I could I could see uh, that I was starting to go down that that route early on. And once I realized, and again, you have to go back to some, some of my older podcast uh, episodes to exactly know what happened if, you, if you're not aware of it already. But once um, I got through the fact that I wasn't going home anytime soon, I really had to rely on myself to figure out, okay, how do you do this? Like, how do you function 
and still keep your mental fitness and uh, and your spirits up. And these are just some of the things that, again, I, I changed based on our situation right now, but a lot of it still very, holds very true to you know the situation I was in while I was there. So one of the main things I would, su- I would suggest you do is just to focus on the moment. So that's kind of the first thing. So not to think, not think too far ahead um, in time and not get too caught up in, you know, what if, what if, what if, and just really focus on today in the next 48, 72 hours. And that means, you know, focusing still on to-do list of things for you to do and accomplish on a day-to-day basis because whether you're living alone and working from home or if if unfortunately you've lost your job and you're trying to figure out what to do next going too far ahead thinking too far ahead is kind of sinking yourself into this gloom and doom um, and getting deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole like what can you do today you know can you apply for unemployment today can you start searching for jobs today can you reach out to other people today can you um, you know pick up some freelance work today for those essential businesses that are still open and are still looking for people to uh, to get them through this situation um, those are the kind of things that I would focus on in the next couple of days and not again not get too far ahead um, and in focusing in that moment, the second thing I would do is still create a routine for you. This is really, really essential and really um, like important for your mental health is to create a routine and not try not to lay in bed, although you can all day long. Of course, go through the emotions. I do, I do, um, you know, my advice really is to to follow, go follow through with your emotions and the feelings that you're feeling. Don't um, compartmentalize them. Although for me, those were things that I had to do because of just the situation that I was in. Um, I, I couldn't go through some of those doors and I did really did have to compartmentalize, but feel through the feelings that you're feeling. Like go through them and feel them, like actually give them words. Like, am I feeling sad and lonely and angry and furious and depressed like really feel what those feelings are and from like from top to bottom all the way through and if you need to cry it out cry it out if you need to punch a pillow punch a pillow if you need to you know scream on your balcony or scream in your bathroom or cry while you're in the shower do it like go through those emotions don't say don't hold it you know hold it in and bottle bottle it up and say you know and start repeating to yourself it's going to be okay it's going to be okay it's going to be okay yes it's going to be okay eventually yes absolutely but for now feel through those feelings don't bottle those things up like walk through them go through them walk away from whatever you're doing sit in silence for a little bit sit in and in your anger sit in your loneliness sit in your fear for a little bit and then shake that off and breathe through it but create a routine. So this means, like I said, getting out of bed, waking up the normal time you would norm- normally wake up, getting in your exercise, eating breakfast, getting your coffee, doing your meditation, um, making your bed. Like this was actually a really, really important one for me is getting up and making your bed because it, it, it allows you to accomplish, look back and think, that you've accomplished things throughout the day, even as small as making your bed. Uh, And 
getting up and taking a shower and washing your face, brushing your teeth, putting on deodorant, you know, doing your hair and getting ready for your day, even if that means you're going from your bedroom to your living room. It's just a sense of accomplishment that you've gone through throughout the day instead of staying in bed, um, eating in bed, not showering, not doing all of those things. Again, yes, I'm sure for the first week or two, if you are at home, working at home, and or have unfortunately have been furloughed or lost your job, I, I, I get it. I totally understand feeling through all those feelings. But at some point, you do have to pull yourself out of bed and focus on what you can do today so that you can get through the day and make it to tomorrow. And that is creating, again, a routine. Um, and making sure that you get outside even if it's just to breathe in fresh air where you're not around anybody, uh, even if it's just when you're walking around, you know, if you're able to walk around to take that walk and, and of course being sensitive to the, um, the safe distancing from everybody. Um, to continue, a three, continue to create, again, a to-do list for you, whether that, again, is you know, focusing on projects that you've got going around your place that you've yet finished, whether that's reorganizing your closet, uh, cleaning out things, getting rid of things, um, finishing the book, like write that down as part of your to-do list. Again, that's, you know, take a shower, make your bed, get some exercise, um, brush your teeth, (laughs) all those little things all add up to something that you've accomplished that day so that you don't look back and go, my God, I've stayed in bed the entire week. Like what a waste, right? Um, Also, if you are isolated with your from your with your family then this is the time the you know fourth thing i would say is just to take some time for yourself whether that's you go to a different part of your house and take 10 minutes to do something on your own maybe that's do a puzzle um talk to your friends and family on the phone watch you know a, a show a movie whatever by yourself where you feel as if you are spending time alone with your own thoughts, not constantly caring and, you know, and being around people. And part of this is if you do live at home, then this is the time for you to reach out to your community, your community friends and family. And even, you know, if you've, if you're working from home, maybe just a community of your coworkers, whether that's, um, you know, not saying that this is, you know, the, 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 the Zoom meetings that you're part of that isn't essentially work-related, but more on a personal level. So have breakfast with your friends virtually. Um, do brunch if, you know, if you're doing it virtually. Uh, you know, set a date for, you know, Sunday brunch with your friends and you're all at home fixing something and, um, and you get online and you're, and, and you're just virtually having brunch stay connected, write letters to people, write emails, um, handwrite, you know, I think a handwritten note during these times is, is, is nice to receive. Um, but if you don't, if you don't want to do that and you, you know, again, are sensitive to people out there that are having to, uh, are the essential workers and having, um, them deliver your mail, then send an email to friends and family and just keep in touch 
with your community. And if you are, um, if you don't have that community, reach out to the different hotlines out there. Um, that's uh, I can I can post some on the, the I can link some on my uh, description here of this episode of some hotlines out there that can help you. Uh, exercise is also the key, but both your mind and your body, they both need stimulation. So whether it's a 10, 15, 20 minute walk outside, whether you are doing an in-home yoga, uh, a quick little um, 10 minute workout, do that for both, again, your mind and your body, they both need it. So do a puzzle, get online and do these, you know, these brain mind games, get your mind thinking and, uh, and thinking of things outside of what is currently happening. Part of that as well is to turn off kind of everything that's happening. Yes, stay informed. Absolutely. 100% know what's happening outside and, and, you know, find your trust, the, the, the people that you trust uh, with the information and get that information, but turn it off as well. There's no reason for you to be on the news channel 24 seven. Um, you know, do the, if you want to do the alerts on your phones of when something big happens, then turn that notification on. Otherwise set aside, you know, maybe the time throughout the day for you to check what's happening, whether that's once or twice a day, once in the morning and once at night, but do turn that off because that gets to be part of your mental health. And if that's all that you're consuming, then it's definitely not good for you. Um, and this is the time, the, the, the number six thing I have on my list is to feed your passion. What, whatever that is. For me, I'm finding out um, through my arts and crafts with my daughter is that I really, really do love painting. I love it. Um, I, I used to love it when I was younger. I was one of my favorite things to do. And, you know, just of course, time, um, when you don't have the time to do that, um, then, you know, it just goes away and it just becomes kind of a fleeting thing. Now we have boats and loads and boats, (laughs) loads and loads of time to do that. And it's part of her curriculum that I've put together in the schedule. So when she actually, um, does her arts and crafts, I do it with her. And it's been a great bonding experience for us and just a great time for us to kind of sit in silence, but still be in the same room and focusing on what we're doing. And it's, it's been a wonderful thing. And it's been really nice for me, um, to be able to do with her, but also for myself. Um, again, the time to feed your passion, whatever that is, is it the side hustle that is now becoming the main hustle as a lot of people are realizing that, uh, you know, if they were ever on the fence about leaving their corporate jobs uh, to do something on their own because of that security and safety and finding out now that maybe that there isn't that security and safety there anymore, maybe now is the time to do all the research um, and maybe even take some action towards whatever that is, uh, whatever that you do, what your, you know, your side hustle, whatever that passion is for you. The other thing is just know that this is not forever. Yes, it seems like it, but take it day by day. Don't go again too far into the future. Um, take it day by day and know that this 
this too, just like everything else in life, shall pass. And we will eventually get to a new normal. I don't think it will be back to normal because I think this has changed us collectively as, as a society um, and as a community. From this point forward, we will refer back to this time always, I believe, as, as kind of a, a, you know, a, a time where things were quote-unquote normal. But again, through every crisis that we have all been through in our lifetime, regardless of how old you are and where you are, in that space and what space, what that crisis is, we always kind of refer back to that, you know, whether you've lived through wars, whether you've lived through um, 9-11, you lived through the recession, um, and we're going to live through this one as well, and we're going to refer back to this time. And hopefully we've learned a lot about ourselves, our society, our community, our government, all of those, our, our healthcare system, hopefully we'll learn and be able to adapt to the new way that we're going to be living after this crisis has passed. And reassess, so the number nine thing on my list here is this is the time to really reassess what's important to you. And because this is a global pandemic, this crisis has hit everyone. The virus knows, you know, it's not biased to any anything, young, old, rich, poor, um, those who have, you know, who, who live in the most, you know, incredible neighborhoods and homes and 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 part of the elite all the way down to you know those that we that we see as you know less fortunate it it knows no no bounds it 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 just it has no bias on any of that and so eventually this will have hit you personally and will have hit and touched somebody that you know and or that you know um or and or it might have touched you and if you have been spared, if for those of us who are lucky enough to not have caught it or, um, or know of anyone that has, then what are we going to do with this second chance that we've gotten? So can you imagine, obviously the numbers are a little bit skewed because um, we don't know. We, you know we, we don't know exactly how far... Um, how deep this thing goes, how long it's, you know, it's been around. Um, the numbers are different, you know, depending on who you ask. So I think the consensus is pretty um, true across the board in that the numbers are quite probably a lot higher than is being reported. And that's just regardless if it's the government trying to not give it, you know, a, a full look at the picture, depending on which country you're in, or just this, just just this, this sheer number of people affected. It's just people have just, I don't want to say lost count, but yeah, people are like you know, falling through the cracks. Um, so th- it has impacted and affected millions and millions of people. Thousands have passed away, and we've yet 
even w- from where I'm, I'm in California, um, and we've yet to see the peak here. So there's, there will be more as the weeks and, and um, months come. And with that, you've got to ask yourself if you haven't been personally touched by this, how are you going to move forward after this? So reassessing really what is important to you. And what do you want to do with that time? With the time that, you've, that, that we've been given here. Once this is all over and we can all go outside and the kids can all go back to school and we can all go back to work and businesses reopen, what are you going to focus on? What is going to be the thing that when this, you know, thinking back two months, three months back from that time, whenever the, we're back to that new normal, that you were going, wow, and you really need to f- focus on this. This is really what's important. And start focusing on that now. Focus on what that is now. Embrace the family that you have. Embrace the friends. Embrace your community. Focus on the things that you want to focus on once we're back up and running that really matter to you and you're not just doing it just because it's the right thing to do or it's what people expect out of you or it's what you expect out of yourself. Like we really are, some of us are living on borrowed time especially if this virus has affected you personally and you've caught it and you've been able to live through it and survive. Like what are you going to do with that time? And hopefully you can, if you haven't been affected by it and what you're doing is you're at home like millions and millions of other people, is to focus your energy on what you can do now and today so that once everything opens up and we get back to that new normal you'll be in a better position and so reassess really what's important to you because so many people unfortunately did not get that chance and so many people you know, had still so much life in them, regardless of their age. You know, they could be in the older generation or uh, middle-aged, and especially the young that this has affected. Because as we are now learning, it's not just affecting the older generation, especially not here in the U.S. and definitely not in Europe. So those are my tips and some guides lines for you to follow while you are, uh, we are all in this isolation. So the number one thing is focus on the present, what you can do in this moment. Number two, create a routine. Number three is continue to have your to-do list, even if it's just things that are just around your house. Um, Number four, take time to yourself if you're isolating with your family members. And if you're isolating alone, then 
make sure to reach out to your community. And again, I'll put the hotline numbers there if you, if you don't have a community of friends and family to reach out to. Number five, exercise your mind and exercise your body, um, your body as well. Uh, feed your pa- Number six is feed your passion. Find it, find whatever that is and feed your passion. Turn off the television. We can only watch so much Netflix, right? Uh, and focus your energy on things that you can control. And focus your energy on the, the, the passions, those things that you want to do once this is all over. Number eight, just know that this is not forever. This is not going to last for years and years, decades and decades. It will come to a stop. It will be a totally new world once we're out of it. But it will come to a stop. Number nine, reassess what's really important to you. And find out what is really something that's really motivating to you and for you to do. And if it's just continuing on with what you were doing, great. If it's completely something else, like a lot of people I know, then follow that and pursue that. Because we are, like I said, living on borrowed time. And number 10, how are you going to reinvent yourself? Once you've reassessed. This is your second chance. And how are you going to do it? So those are my top 10 tips on how to get through this. Just from personal experience as I'm experiencing it now. And from my previous experience that I had um, for 18 months of self-isolation. And I hope you are well. I hope that you are reaching out to your friends and family. Um, I hope that you are staying safe and you are abiding by the stay-at-home order that's in place in pretty much every place around the world. And you're feeding your soul and your mind and your body with good things. Try not to get too wrapped up in all the gloom and doom. I know it's easy. I've done it myself. Stay informed, but also stay away as much as you can from all of it. Um, Check the news once or twice a day and focus on what you can control and focus on the next 48 to 72 hours okay all right guys i again wishing you all to be healthy and safe and well and all of your family to be this and friends to be the same um reach out if you need anything if you want if you want to chat whatever do reach out to me um all my handles are my social and social media is is below on the description Um, but be well and just know that this too shall pass and we will get through it and we will come out the other side more resilient than ever before. And all right, guys, love you all be safe and I'll see you in the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully, we can stay connected and you can follow me on Instagram at Cat Coley Coach or my Facebook page at Cat Coley Coach. Or you can email me at any time at cat at catcoley.com. Or if you'd love to hear more about my services or more podcast episodes or anything in between, check out my website, catcoley.com. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And I will chat with you next time.